0: Well, hello. You are listening to the Swinging Flamingo Podcast. This is a sexually explicit podcast, and you must be 18 to listen unless you want to share an awkward listening experience with your parents. This is not professional advice. This is our opinion based on our journey through the swinging lifestyle. So, are you ready to flamingo with us? Well, Mr. Flamingo, have you survived from the May 4th adventure?
1: May the 4th be with you? Yes. I'm still suffering from Cinco de Mayo and dieting and not able to have any cervezas and tacos.
0: <laughs> You're just in trouble, aren't yeah. you?
1: We went out to the strip club last night and instead of whiskey, I had water and it was killing me.
0: I had to do water with you because I felt bad because I did the banana fosters in front of you.
1: I did get to lick the spoon. God, it was delicious. <laughs> I'm just way too fat. Uh, Summer's coming up. I know. A lot of summer activities. So I am on a keto diet, which three or four days in, I'm already suffering. This is not meant for me, except I get to eat all the fatty meat I want.
0: I can't decide if I want to do it or not. I've, I walked three miles today. Of course, a mile of that was push mowing in the heat, but I walked three miles. I'm thinking, screw it. I might just be curvy for the summer.
1: We'll rock the COVID bodies a year later.
0: <laughs>
1: I'm fine with that.
0: Oh, yeah, definitely.
1: Well, I'm working on it. It just, oh, my God, it's such a struggle. I love to eat, so that kills me.
0: Yeah, we're definitely foodies. Well, talking about summer, let's talk about uh, some fun events our sponsor has. Which, Who is our sponsor?
1: altplayground.net. It feels like forever since we fired up the mics, so I had to double-check who our sponsor was, make sure we're still with them. I think we should do that as well. <laughs>
0: For those of you that do not know, altplayground.net, not com.net, is a non-monogamous adult website. And did you know that we're actually a rare breed on there?
1: Why are we a rare breed?
0: Because we are swingers, and we're couple swingers. Like, we swing as a couple.
1: Okay, I didn't know that made us unique. It is. Well, I was talking with Kat from APG Marketing recently. And she wanted me to let everybody know that APG is up and running with multiple meet and greets all over the country.
0: Now, with these meet and greets, let's do a little disclaimer. A lot of people have had the vaccine. A lot of people are social distancing still when they go to these.
1: Yes, they had one at the winery at Bull Run in Centerville, Virginia, last week and had about 45 people. In addition to everybody being vaccinated, they maintained social distancing standards by having it indoors and outdoors. We're going to have to ask them to hold a wine tasting down here in, in the wine country down in Austin area.
0: Oh, yeah. You know I'd be all about it.
1: That'd be a killer event. But in addition to that, they have many other meet and greets coming up they wanted us to let you know about. It looks like on May 15th, there's one at Tiki Lees in Sparrow Point, Maryland on a beach and dock bar.
0: Ooh, that sounds like fun.
1: Yes, there's one the 14th at Bombs Bar in Detroit. Have you been to Detroit? No, I haven't. We may need to check that one out. I think it's a little short notice.
0: But they sound like fun so far.
1: Well, here's one we could go to. The 15th of this month, there's one at the Club OKC.
0: That's one of our clubs.
1: A couple more they got on the books will be St. Louis and Rocky Mountain, North Carolina. So we encourage you. The pictures we'd seen from the winery event looked super fun. So if you're in the area, be sure and check out APG's upcoming events and see if there's one in your neighborhood.
0: And while you're checking out the events, don't forget to go to our community page. See what's going on, what we have going on.
1: Which, we got something big coming up, matter of fact. Well, six months from now, but it's still big and it's still coming up. And part of the reason why I'm trying to get my fat ass in shape as well. (laughs) You want to go ahead and tell them what it is?
0: We are going to be in Florida hosting. At? Secrets.
1: And our event is?
0: Podbash. So if you want to go to Secrets, check it out in October. Definitely go to our page get the information and come and visit and party with us.
1: And we got a Facebook page up for this already. So if you happen to be a Facebooker instead of Twitter, look it up on Facebook. It's under pod bash at secrets resort at secrets, hideaway resort. So check it out and come join us there and say hello and get a room and join us for it.
0: And I can't wait to party.
1: It's gonna be awesome. It's not like these others. There's no pretentious classes, no seminars. It's basically just going to be a bunch of us podcasters getting to know you people.
0: It's just going to be a party bash
1: at a clothing optional resort,
0: which I will probably be opting out of clothing.
1: Yeah, we'll see how much clothing we end up taking. I'm carrying five (laughs) suitcases in so you can be naked the whole week. I know how these go. We've been there before. Why is that? Why do you take more clothes to a nude resort than you do to a family reunion?
0: Because you always want to take pictures. And so we got to have all these different outfits and there's themes.
1: Yep. There we go. All right. So before we get into a topic, let's talk about a little bit about where we've been lately. We always seem to start our show with that. We started off the first this month doing a vanilla event. Can you believe that?
0: I'm trying to think of what the vanilla event was
1: the car show up in Oklahoma City. Oh, yeah, that's right. <laughs> we took the old Hot Rod out on a, it's actually about a 600 mile weekend road trip.
0: Well, we had a little adventure.
1: I've always bragged that the cars I built have never left me on the side of the road. And I probably said it too loud because I got proven otherwise this week, that weekend. We were heading up and finally made it past the Texas line, and as we were driving along, you and I were already starting to debate where we are going to stop for gas, and as we are going down the highway about 75 or 80, my car started dragging a little bit. I could feel like a lag in it, and I told you, I said, something's acting funny with the old car. We're going to pull it off the road. So we take the next exit, and as we take the exit, it's going, I can feel it, you know, through the foot pedal, what's going on, and I said, okay, I think we're out of gas, and you say, oh, there's a store about a mile up. Can you limp it there? I said, there is no limping. It's dead as (laughs) as a doornail right here. So I officially got left on the side of the road for a change.
0: No, I got left on the side of the road. Some guy stopped to help me until he heard I was married and then he took off.
1: Damsel in distress. Right. Do you think you were driving that car? What the hell? I think so. That's foolish. I know. You said, I got a man. Keep driving. He's up there walking. So I get to the store and get a couple gallons of gas and start walking back in a Carload of guys had seen were following us from Dallas and had seen us pull over, and asked if I was out of gas. And I'm like, "Well, yeah, the two gallon jugs in my hand of gas would explain that." So they loaded me up and drove me down the street, and we got to chatting with them, and they were actually going to Oklahoma City to party as well. So,
0: what's embarrassing is when they pulled off the highway, I was a. urinating on the side of the road.
1: Classy. Well, you got to go. You got to go. The one thing that always annoys me is we'll we stop somewhere, you know, doing a roadside repair and people stop to take pictures and you don't want to throw a rock at them, but you're like, motherfucker, I'm standing here with my car on fire and you're stopping to take pictures. Can you save it while we're going down the road?
0: I know. I was like, man, I got to pee, but I didn't have time to walk to the gas station or wait. So I squatted down on the side of the road and I was like, oh man, and they stopped whenever Uh, You got out and I was like, I hope they didn't tell you that they saw me squatting.
1: (laughs) They didn't. They probably took pictures though.
0: So embarrassing. But we had a fun weekend.
1: Well, what was crazy is I don't feel like we can go anywhere nowadays without running into swinger people. Even at my car show, we ran into five or six swinger people that we knew.
0: And it's weird how we see them everywhere. Like just the different layers, how people run
1: our one unicorn that we've known for years didn't even know we were car people she was like why are y'all here and i said my car's in the back 40 there
0: you're like um we're a part of this car club
1: (laughs) we actually ran into one of our neighbors there's a guy in town that does cars as well he kind of came up and put his arm around me and said what do you know about dallas texas and i'm like it took me a minute i'm like okay who is this guy so i I was i was assuming it was our neighbor or a guy from well he started
0: talking about where we eat and we have ate with him there so
1: we hadn't seen him in I think two or three years. Yeah. So I was just having to roll with it. Kind of like we do at the swinger parties. You say, just roll with it till you figure <laughs> out who they are. You made a in. It was like a reunion. We'd seen people that I worked out with years ago. People we went to the bars with years ago. Car club people we've known for a decade.
0: Lifestyle people. Babysitters of our kids. Everyone. But we lived in Oklahoma City. So, of course, we'd run into a crap ton of people. What else did we do that weekend?
1: Actually, we got up the next morning and hit up one of our close swinger couples. And said, Hey, surprise, we're in your city. Do you want to go eat breakfast?
0: They were like, Could you give us at least 30 minutes to get out of bed?
1: <laughs> that's one thing people comment about us. We're so impulsive. I mean, we could be here right now in an hour from now, be heading to Houston to hang out with somebody or party. Probably not tonight, but that's just mm-hmm. kind of how the way our weekends seem to go at times.
0: Talking about being impulsive, we did that a couple weekends ago. We went to a crawfish boil, and then as the night got on, kind of getting dark where we were going to have to decide what we were going to do, either stay or go. We were like, well, let's run up to Oklahoma City. So we started off in Dallas and ended up three and a half hours later at a birthday party.
1: Yeah, the couples we thought we were going to meet up with there at the crawfish boil didn't seem to materialize. So the group that we're with was fun people, but no one we were thinking we're going to hook up with at the time. So you pop up and say, well, I'm not ready to go home. What else is there? And I said, well, we could go to Oklahoma City. We're actually closer to Oklahoma than we are the south side of Dallas at this point, while still being in Dallas yeah. was the funny part. And uh, the party that was going on up there wasn't going to be a big one. But then I remembered one of our unicorn friends had a birthday party that weekend. So last minute deal, you said, oh, she'll she'll be so surprised if we show up.
0: Which she was. Yeah. She she was so excited.
1: <laughs> yeah, there's nothing like leaving North Dallas at 9 o'clock and then up. North Oklahoma City, three hours later. <laughs> we didn't even have clothes, toothbrush, anything.
0: No, we had to stop at the gas station and get toothbrushes.
1: We did the walk of shame next morning Now the hotel wearing the same bit we were wearing. <laughs> Do you remember the game they played at the party?
0: Oh my God, which one?
1: Well, the one that I'm thinking of in particular was where, well, basically they blindfolded the birthday girl and everybody had to, or chose to, make out with her and she had to guess who it was. Yeah, yeah. Well, after her turn... A bunch of other people were kind of jumping in saying, I want to turn as well.
0: Let's see. I motorboated some guy that I didn't know. The
1: young guy? Yeah. Which he was tall. You had to stand up on a chair to motorboat him. I did. He didn't seem to mind though.
0: No. It was funny though. He he had no idea it was me. And then um, another guy, he's always jacking with everyone.
1: This is the story I was aiming for.
0: Yes. He's always just jacking with everyone and anyone. And so I went and got.
1: got, Granted, he was sitting down blindfolded in a chair.
0: Yep. And people were doing all kinds of crazy shit. So I went and got like a cream cheese. It was off the fruit tray. It was a cream cheese dip. And I had a pineapple and I stuck it on my lips. And I went and just rubbed it on his lips. And he was like.
1: (laughs) (laughs) He was making. What the fuck is that?
0: It, it, which it was gross, I have to admit. It was gross. And he was like, that tastes like... uh,
1: Do you say it tastes like jizz or something? Yeah, and then everybody's goes, like, how would you know what that tastes like?
0: Yeah, he because it tastes like... He goes, really? It tastes like jizz. Who jizz on me? <laughs> I about peed my pants laughing so hard.
1: you got to be pretty trusting to blindfold yourself in front oh, of yeah, a group of people no way like I that. yeah, I was doing yeah, it. Yeah, I wasn't. I would jump in and make out with some of the girls that went welcome, but no, you're not going to catch me. <laughs> yeah, they were taking cucumbers and rubbing it against his ears saying, guess what this is?
0: He was so mad all night.
1: And one thing I did notice, talk about the younger guys. There were two guys there that, babies, I'd say, you know, 24, 25, and very new to it, or somebody invited them. Yeah. And I guess they, for them to be thrown in that scenario, they were both really respectful. Most people you throw in that scenario- They're going to think it's free game without even really asking the rules or knowing it. But both of them seem to be pretty mannersome and well-behaved. Well,
0: and one of them actually asked, how do I fit in to the lifestyle being a single male? We had several wives that were like, well, this is it, you know. And And we were like, this is actually a tame party compared to some. And he was like, what? Like, he couldn't believe that.
1: point to be learned here is if you take your time and be cool about it, you get a lot of perks out of it. I know the one younger guy we were talking to... He was sitting there on the couch, and while one of the wives was blindfolded and everybody's molesting her, the husband kind of tapped him. Molesting her. Him. <laughs> well, they basically were. I think it had gone a lot farther. It, if she it, was
0: consenting to it, though. Yeah.
1: yeah, there was nothing enough for us, but she was blindfolded, and the husband tapped the guy beside him, the young guy, and said, here, get in there. And that kid shot off the couch like a missile. Yeah, he so, was like,
0: what? I could do this?
1: <laughs> again, yeah. If they'd been creepers and just all over everybody, they wouldn't have been welcomed back.
0: Yeah, exactly.
1: So that was a fun adventure. I'm eventually going to get that unicorn. I thought we were going to that night, but it didn't quite happen that night.
0: No, she ended up with uh, some other people.
1: We lost her interest, I guess. Man, what the <laughs> hell? This put us on the bottom of the pack. It's still crazy. We walked out of the hotel the next morning. We're like, I can't believe we drove up here in the middle of the night for a birthday party.
0: That was crazy. Surprise,
1: bitches. Here we are.
0: But that's how we roll.
1: Well, we're all over the place on the scheduling of these, but uh, we just got back this past week from San Antonio. Yep. You you look surprised sometimes when I tell you where we've been. (laughs) (laughs) That's how I
0: feel sometimes. I'm like, where have we been? I don't even know. Oh, yeah. But in San Antonio, we went to a meet and greet.
1: Yeah, which was kind of surprising. One of the Facebook pages we're on, I threw out just a post and said, hey, we're going to be on the Riverwalk. Probably both nights if somebody wants to have drinks and people watch and go from there. And we had a couple of people saying, you know, they were going to try to make it in town. But last moment, a guy popped up and said, hey, I run a private meet and greet group. You guys look like y'all would be a good fit for our group. What do you want to attend?
0: What's crazy is that we actually recognized a lot of people that was there.
1: We only had really new names of one, but yeah. there were a bunch of people when we got to asking around and talking, they'd been to a bunch of the eye candy parties. A bunch of them have been to New Orleans two weeks before.
0: Yeah, or Houston Colette's. Yeah. We had seen them there. So that that's neat how it's such a small world kind of in a way.
1: Well, that's one thing we've always heard about San Antonio is there is a big scene, but it's very low key. And what we're told is a lot of it has to do with house parties more than going out parties. And we've been told that if you're part of the group, you're part of the group. But if you try to come in as an outsider, you're going to have trouble finding it.
0: Well, unfortunately, we had to cut out early of the meet and greet because you had to work pretty much all weekend, but we did have a date the next night on the river walk. So we had fun.
1: San Antonio is always a great place to take dates. All right. So let's talk a little bit about our new Orleans trip. Now give me your surprise face that you just now recall this.
0: I'm trying to think of what all we did.
1: We went down there for work and a uh, candy party.
0: Yep. Happened to fall and in And to keep there. partying.
1: First thought that popped in my head. Do you remember our drive down? We got caught in bad weather. It's an eight-hour drive from Dallas to New Orleans. I had three conference calls that morning, so I was back-to-back-to-back on conference calls while you're driving. And we're in an absolute monsoon, which started our week.
0: I couldn't even see five feet in front of me. That was, it was scary.
1: Well, you remember on the drive-in, we were coming across the causeway, which is the big 10-mile bridge that gaps the land into New Orleans over the Gulf. And as we're going across the causeway, there were three or four cars parked on the side of the road on the causeway bridge, which you're not supposed to do.
0: And they were stopping to take pictures.
1: Well, that's what we thought. And then, as we get close, there were a group of women that we thought they were hugging, and to some extent, they were. And then, two of them basically went uh, hand to shirt collar and started hockey punching each other. One of them knocked the other one down in the road as we drove by, and we were like, what in the hell did we just see there?
0: When the men were just sitting back and watching.
1: Yeah, I'm not getting involved in that <laughs> shit. Have you ever tried to break up a cat fight? You will get fucked up. That was one thing. When I was bouncing, we just let them turn each other the hamburger meat and scraped up the pieces.
0: Yeah. And there was probably, what, five cop cars that came? Like, it was crazy.
1: We're like, welcome to New Orleans. That's the way this week is going to start. <laughs> The thing we had to deal with most all weekend was the monsoon rains. It was bad. Usually they're quick shower and it's done for the rest of the weekend, but this was constant rain the whole weekend. So we started off on Bourbon Street trying to get caught up and see some things and ended up meeting a random couple, not swingers though, in line for one of the restaurants and just had dinner with a random couple, which was interesting.
0: Yeah, it was good. Just kind of, they apparently have a timeshare down there and hearing their experiences and everything. It was fun.
1: They gave us a couple of good secret places to eat that we're going to have to try.
0: Oh yeah. And then we went to a house party.
1: A killer fucking house party.
0: Yes. It was amazing.
1: But it was in this beautiful house at the lower end of Bourbon Street. And I'm not going to give the address or where it is or what it's close by, but it's prime real estate. Oh, so, yeah, definitely. So, when our buddy Brandon from iCandy texted me the address, I'm like, this is not a house. I know it's here. And there was a house next to what I was, the bar that I was thinking. And it was unbelievable.
0: Oh, yeah, definitely. They've got the spot for sure.
1: We need a sweet talking invitation from Mardi Gras, I think.
0: Any weekend, actually. <laughs> but they were super nice people. Yeah, he I enjoyed said, it. He, he it was said, fun.
1: coming through the side gate. So, we make it through this little alleyway gate. And sure enough, there was a party going in and back. And, What were there, 50 people back there in this little courtyard? And I think we probably looked a little displaced. And somebody (laughs) said, who are you here with? We said Brandon and Shauna." She's like, oh, hell yeah, they're in the kitchen. So it was one of those deals when you kind of walk into it, you're like, I'm hoping this is the right address, (laughs) but I'm hoping I'm at the right place. But everybody there was super cool. Um, Oh Yeah,
0: definitely. Then the next night we went to the eye candy party at Colette's and it was a tape party.
1: Which we didn't really, we usually deck up for these, but we didn't tape up for this one. You had some pasties with your new leather outfit.
0: Yeah. But we had to walk away. That's one reason I was kind of like, eh, it was raining off and on. And I'm actually allergic to adhesive. So I didn't want to get taped up too much.
1: But the party was killer. It seemed like we met a bunch of new people. We we used my rule of we got to talk to at least a five people and it just kind of ballooned from there.
0: Yep. And we talked to some of our other friends that we've known and actually some listeners.
1: And some, I think, some new listeners and some people that are now going with us to Podbash at Secrets. Yep. So they signed up literally at the turn of a hat. They said, it sounds fun. And they came back an hour later on Facebook and said, yeah, we're signed up. So anxious to have them, anxious to hang with them.
0: Oh yeah. I loved just getting to chat with her a little bit more. I just sat down at the table and was sitting in the AC.
1: (laughs) So let's talk about the party a little bit. What were your thoughts on the party this time? We typically have chosen to skip New Orleans. We love the Colette's brand and the Colette's clubs, but Colette New Orleans is 20 foot wide by 70 foot long and to us the layout of it makes no sense because there's absolutely no room to move around or mingle.
0: Well, the bar was the same old same old. It's hard to get a drink.
1: The bar was a nightmare. Yeah. I just I don't understand it. The other well the other ones are so well run and so efficient and New Orleans every time makes us want to quit going to it.
0: Yeah. And but you, this time we kind of sat back at the couches and just chatted with people in the back kind of.
1: Yeah, it seems like we we're bouncing from people to people. Mm-hmm. Pretty good this one. We tried to get out there and dance a couple times and it was so crowded. Yeah. Music was spot on, but the just sometimes if if you can't move, there's no fun in it. Oh, yeah, definitely.
0: But we did go upstairs. It was packed upstairs, and I want to say the round bed had a lot of action, but maybe not the library area, which normally does.
1: We actually made out a little bit in the library area, just because it was the only place we could go that was cool and didn't have people sitting on top of us.
0: Yeah, we had to stand up, though. We were standing kind of...
1: Oh, you poor thing.
0: Oh, I know. I was like, ah...
1: Bitch, I want to lay down move. Can I <laughs> lay down on the fireplace mantel here?
0: Bend me over these couches.
1: <laughs> There's people that probably wouldn't have minded us doing that.
0: Probably not.
1: <laughs> We're all friends. So what did you do while I was working my ass off to make that money for you? I do occasionally have to work. We don't just live a lifestyle of luxury that we run around. Most of our trips are usually timed around my work functions. And like say covering Texas and Louisiana, we got a lot of fun party towns. So what did you do that week?
0: I shopped. Like I always do. But surprisingly, I don't spend a lot of money because I am like one of those bargain shoppers where I'm like, all right, I can buy this souvenir t-shirt up the road four blocks over for $3 cheaper.
1: You think it's Mexico. <laughs> You're bartering with the uh, Asians that run the gift shops around there. I do. You sure? You sure you won't take 10 for this? I saw it down the street cheaper. I can make it at home cheaper.
0: <laughs> I know. I'm always like, is this the same? Are you a part of that group up there? And I'm like, they're cheaper. I do it every time.
1: So did you go get your feet rubbed by all the little Asian massage places?
0: I might have. That's for me to know.
1: Did you get a happy ending? (laughs) Maybe. Well, on our last episode, we got some pretty good feedback. A lot of people reached out after our episode on anxiety and introverts and really said that hit home with one or both parts of the couple.
0: We've had a lot of feedback.
1: Okay, with that said, I think we need to lighten it up a little bit this episode. It seems like our last couple have been a little bit too serious and if you know us, we're not serious very often. I try to be. Bullshit. Try to pretend. Bullshit.
0: This is how serious this is. I don't even know what our topic is.
1: Okay. Well, where I want to go with this is when we were at the pre-party or the house party, I was chatting with the couple that part of the time runs the dungeon there at Secrets. And we're bouncing ideas off. And we're talking about sub and dom, headspace and that stuff. And talk about some of the things you and I have done together. And he said, are y'all sure y'all aren't kingsters or into the BDSM scene? So... I kind of want to take that from there. What's your thoughts? Do you feel that we're in the kink scene?
0: I I think we could be very
1: easily. We're closet kinksters? Yes. That's what he was saying because a lot of the things he was like, we haven't even tried that yet. And that's kind of our forte. I,
0: I think that because we're not into labels, we don't say we're into kink, like kink people. But we probably are. Let's be honest. We do a lot of crazy shit.
1: Well, kink's a big umbrella, too, when you look at it from the oh, exterior. Yeah. You know, I think a lot of people just think whipping or this or that. But a couple of things we've looked into. It is a big, big field.
0: Now for the BDSM, I would say maybe lifestyle BDSM, but not full-blown lifestyle BDSM. Does that make sense?
1: Yeah, definitely. I don't know if we've covered that on any of our episodes in the past, but we've brought that up before that living the lifestyle as some of the BDSM people do and us doing it occasionally on a weekend or Two totally different scenarios. Yeah.
0: I would say we're Swinger BDSM.
1: Where else want to go with this? Do you remember years ago at Naughty in New Orleans, Naughty in we went through a class called Fifty Shades of Kink. Do you remember that?
0: How can I forget?
1: Why would you remember it?
0: Because the guy that was putting it on, I'm like obsessed with.
1: She wants a little Asian boy toy. So go ahead and tell him about your Asian boy toy again.
0: Oh my gosh. I'm just, he's so dreamy. <laughs>
1: Ma'am, do you need to change panties before we go on here?
0: I do. You're going to have to go on because uh, when uh, we start talking about, I don't know where we're going with this, but when we start talking about all the different kinks and he, he, I just can't. (laughs) I'm getting hot and bothered.
1: Keep it in your pants. We'll get to it here in a minute.
0: Where's the fan?
1: (laughs) Can you tell me what a definition of kink is before we get started? What does kink mean to you? You didn't realize this was going to be a multiple I choice test, did you? I you and you said
0: there wasn't going to be anything like I that. I know.
1: You know i fucking lie.
0: I would say it's off the top of my head would be being into something or trying something that is abnormal or out of society's
1: normal. You did research this.
0: No, I didn't. Okay.
1: okay. Was that close? Yeah. As defined by Merriam-Webster. A kink is in an unconventional sexual taste or behavior. So
0: we are kinky then. Hmm.
1: We got unconventional sexual taste? <laughs> yes. <laughs> okay, this term is used to indicate anything that is not sort of run-of-the-mill interaction. Yeah. So a little bit more than missionary, which I do enjoy missionary. I don't see why everybody slams it, but... I slam it. No, you don't.
0: You <laughs> <laughs> do. Pillow, pillow
1: princess, you usually don't roll over off your back.
0: I do too. Okay,
1: okay. Now, this article goes on to say... Kinks and fetishes can vary from person to person. As long as everything is consensual, there is really no bad or no good kink. Like I said, everybody, if you are in our ingredients, regardless of what we're doing, as long as it doesn't break the laws of nature, I guess. Yeah. That's one thing I want to cover before we get into some of these. We talk about some of these and we may have different opinions of them. I don't want somebody out there hearing us say that and be like, oh, we're not right or wrong based on our, these are our opinions. From here on out, these are our opinions.
0: And I will say this, kink is one of my favorite things to know about, to discuss, to talk about, because I love the kink. I love finding out why people are in the kink, why they want to do the kink. Now, there's some where I just won't even hear about, though.
1: Okay, I'm going to backtrack here. With no notes this time, I realized I missed something. We had a date with one of our male friends in New Orleans. Yep. I used to run around with us uh, was part of a couple and they've since split up but he's traveling the world now you want to tell them what he does for a living now
0: he's not a cam girl what is it a cam guy he, he's
1: a male cam model i guess yeah and he was talking about some of the things and he was like yeah i can be gay for pay yeah he was like i, I had somebody buy me a 300 dollars watch so i jerk off for him on camera so that's what i say well he, judge-
0: he said right before he um met us for drinks is that he made like a thousand dollars folding laundry naked <laughs>
1: You're like, motherfucker, you need to learn to fold laundry. (laughs) I missed that part. I must have been the restroom. (laughs) Damn, that's good money to fold laundry. Don't don't get any ideas that you're going to make that much, but uh, (laughs) I might buy you a cheesecake.
0: I think I would say guys probably do better than females. I wonder.
1: If you look at it, let's look at it big picture. Most of the consumers of porn are guys.
0: Yep. And then you've got the closeted.
1: Okay. So how many of those are gay? I mean, I would think uh, gay guys would probably go through a lot of porn versus a lesbian.
0: And then they're closeted ones. So they're secretly interacting with them. I bet guys get a lot more action and a lot more traffic than females.
1: It's interesting. I I didn't think about that dynamic Mm -hmm. when we were talking to
0: him. I'm going to start pimping you out. (laughs) (laughs) You should see his face. He's like, wait a minute. I'm like, is this good or bad? I don't know where
1: to go with this.
0: Come on, Dill. Look at him. You nope. guys should see blushing? him. He is like bright red.
1: <laughs> I think it's because it's hot. I think the keto diet's kicking in. I don't think I'm blushing.
0: Uh-huh. I finally got him. Y'all heard it.
1: Damn it. <laughs> okay, so let's get into some of these. And I pulled some of these various ones off the web, and I thought I'd run them by you and see if it's a go. Going back to that class we did, basically yes. the class, he listed 50 kinks. And when he was telling everything, he was like, i just, as I'm doing these, like to see a show of hands. Mm. If this is something you're into, raise your hand. Maybe there's other people that like it and can relate. He's like, hell, maybe you'll find a date out of it. I fucking
0: had to tell you to put your (laughs) damn hand down. So
1: as he's rattling off, he's like, this this kink, this kink, this kink. And finally, you're like, would you put your fucking hand down? We look like (laughs) freaks in here.
0: Everyone was like one or two. You were just pretty much had both hands up the whole time. Yeah,
1: we've done that. Yeah, we do it.
0: And I'm over here drilling at the guy. Especially when he put his high heels on.
1: We'll get to that. <laughs> Hold that thought. We'll get to that. Okay. First one here. Swinging and group sex. Are we down?
0: We haven't. I don't know. Swinging? Yes, yeah, swinging. Well, the group sex. You know, I was actually talking to someone and it made me realize, because I say that we haven't done orgies, but we have had sex in a big... Orgy room. Orgy room with a lot of people. So uh, it's kind of iffy. We're kind of borderline of it.
1: We just got to find the right people. We keep bringing that up. I don't know if it's as big of a deal. And I don't think we really have a bucket list. But everybody's like, oh, have you been in an orgy? And we're like, no, we haven't really found the right people at the right time.
0: Yeah, it seems like the last few months we've really been hitting on orgies. So we're probably going to have one pretty soon.
1: Now I have to say the meet and greet we went to, if everybody said, hey, do y'all want to come to an orgy? I don't even would have asked who was there. I just we like, would have been like, fuck yeah. This is a good looking crowd. We're down. I mean there's nobody here we probably would not bang.
0: Yep. Yep.
1: Okay, so that's a go for us. Yep. So I guess the listeners at home can keep score of what's good and what's bad. What's a yes and what's a no. Yep. All right. Next one. Uniforms or role play? What's your thoughts?
0: It's weird we don't do these.
1: Let's not say weird. Do you yeah. un- do uniforms doing I mean firemen, cops, no. all that nothing for you?
0: No. And it's just because I've dated them in my single life before you that I have such a bad taste about about them because of that. Okay. <laughs> now, if you want to like dress up like a game warden, okay, there you go. That's a possibility.
1: Game warden. Okay, I'll look for that outfit.
0: No fireman. Beaver tamer. No policeman. Do you want me to wear my nursing outfit?
1: You could. And if somebody shows up the door in a police outfit looking for me, it's not a stripper for you, so don't answer the door. <laughs> don't accept any packages.
0: I've often wondered why we don't do like wigs like why don't I wear a wig I know why you don't wear a wig
1: (laughs) why why don't I wear a wig because my hair is so fabulous as it is
0: (laughs) because I just stare at you when you have them on because you look so different
1: (laughs) well you remember some people the first time they met us here was for an 80s party and I had the big mullet wig and they learned months later I was wearing a wig and that wasn't my real hair that I had no hair (laughs) she's like god I thought that was your hair I was thinking so beautiful (laughs) Like.
0: Yeah. So we don't really dress up though. We're not opposed to it. I'm not opposed to it. I just don't. We just don't.
1: So is that a thumbs up or thumbs down? What's your thoughts? Now these may get progressively harder as we go. So I
0: would say thumbs down on that one just because eh. no,
1: no big interest. Nah, we dress up enough. Exhibitionism or voyeurism. Oh yeah. We are definitely into that. Which side though? Both. Both. Okay. All
0: right. What do you think?
1: Yeah, I think so. Do you think we venture more towards one or the other?
0: I would say we watch more.
1: Yeah. Cause we'll be like, Oh, let's go see what's going on in the playrooms. Yeah. And then if we, if it's something hot, we may decide to our own thing or get involved.
0: Now, we do play like in the windows where people can watch us, but that's like for random people.
1: Like, yeah, I don't think we've ever had a hotel we've kept our windows closed.
0: No, or not had sex in the windows.
1: Except we we got all private there at the pool party last summer. You remember that? We had everything all closed down. And we're going at it. Yeah. And we were like, fuck, why don't we just leave it open for everybody to watch? I mm-hmm. think it was just one of the spur of the moment things. We we're going to bed and then end up playing.
0: Yeah. So that's a thumbs up to both of them.
1: Okay. Kind of playing off this one. Virtual sex. What's your thoughts? It's hard for me. Why is it hard for you? I've always wondered that.
0: It's like, I feel like I have to perform.
1: Is there something wrong with it? Is that bad?
0: No, I just want to, I want to go with the flow and giggle, laugh, whatever. In person, I feed off people. But on the internet, I would feel like, am I making the noise in the right spot? Am I doing this in the right spot? It's too stressful for me. It's a no for me.
1: Would you believe that that was the number one kink looked up during COVID?
0: Oh, yeah, I would believe it.
1: I guess a lot of people were starting to talk about it since they were locked in and venturing out and getting their feet wet. What's odd is I don't know of a lot of chat rooms nowadays. Um, like I say, when I first became single, there was Yahoo chats and all those. And they had, you know, every different, almost like this, they had every different fetish or whatever you could break down. Or just going to like a general Oklahoma City chat room. I mean, yeah. I met girls off of that, off an actual chat room in the area. So I don't know if that's still a real thing. Other than on on APG, yeah. which they have great <laughs> chatting and uh, video capabilities. Throw yeah. that little plug in there. Kind of playing off of the uniforms. What about rubber, latex, or leather fetish?
0: Oh, yeah. I'm down for those. Are
1: you? Why? What attracts you to those?
0: Honestly, it's because back when I used to watch Real Sex, back in the day, they used to always do those. And that's kind of how... I perceive a lot of the uh, kink world or BDSM stuff. Like,
1: So you could literally take an outfit and relate it to a...
0: Yes. A time in my life where I was like, it turned me on. Like, I know this is weird, but I want to do that. Um, uh, what is it? It's like a latex deal or something where they suck the air out of you and then people come and rub on you.
1: Oh, the zipper, the yeah. vacuum bag or whatever? Yeah, Ooh, uh, I would do it. I see me being claustrophobic. That's a no go. Oh yeah.
0: I'm down for that.
1: You wait till somebody's going to kiss you with cream cheese on that one. (laughs) He's going to pay you back. That's interesting. You said that now, another thing as we've uh, talked with uh, Marcus leather that does the uh, BDSM scene around here, as well as a lot of the gay leather scenes. He talks a lot about the hierarchy within the leather scene itself. Oh yeah. So we made to get him on at some point to talk about how, you know, that relates to things. And he said it was actually kind of like a military standard as well amongst those groups.
0: It's very interesting.
1: Sadism and masochism. Are you aware of what that means?
0: Are we going to say this is more master?
1: No, not necessarily from a, a dom sub, but what, where I was going with that, basically the definition, a masochist person is someone who finds gratification through pain and degradation or pleasure in self-denial. Uh, masochism is popularly associated with BDSM. A sexual masochist is someone who likes pain as part of sexual activity, which can be a healthy and empowering kink.
0: I don't know this one. I'm kind of a borderline on because sometimes I do get a little bit of excitement, like when I'm I'll give you a little bit of pain when I light your ass on fire.
1: I was talking with the guy from Secrets and his wife on that, and I said, "You know, here's my deal. I'm not sub. I don't feel I'm sub. I don't feel like I have that in my personality." And he said, "Well, you're what do you say?" He called me a bottom. That was it. Yeah. And he said, "It's totally different than the gay bottom." <laughs> He's like, "You're not receiving," but he said basically. You being a bottom, you are in control, but you are projecting onto your person, which, you know, basically are my sub, as to what you should do to me.
0: Yeah. But we're switch, though. Like, we're—
1: It's funny you brought that one up. Yeah, He did
0: say we're switch, which I would now, say— do you, do you
1: do into the pain bit? I mean, I know you can take a lot, but is that something that you're like, ooh, do this? Is it something you crave?
0: No.
1: And, you know, I know we did the whipping cross with the St. Andrew's cross at the gay club with a swinger group one time. But is that something you're like, oh, I want to do that?
0: No. And I would say that when we go into those scenarios, I am more of a sub because it goes back to how I, um, my sexual experience early on from where I, I would take stuff or I would have things happen to me that I'd be like, okay, you want to set me on fire. Okay. And I would just tolerate the pain.
1: So you were basically a sub.
0: Mm -hmm. Do you like to give pain? What about you?
1: I didn't really want to get that deep into it, but it's all whatever you like. I mean... I'm indifferent on it, on being a dom. I mean, I'd rather play games with your head and tease more than the torture or pain part. That makes sense. Yeah. I'd much rather fuck with your emotions and your orgasm. And I can't do, you know, I I get the other wives that kind of want me to do that. You know, I guess just based on my looks and personality, I can't do it to another wife. I mean, I do it to you because we got the trust and we know our boundaries, as which a lot of this should should all be pre-discussed boundaries. But I, I can't do it to another wife.
0: I would say you have done it to a couple wives, but we've been with them a few times where you know their boundaries and what you're going to do.
1: Well, we got a bunched cover, so I didn't want to linger too long on any one. The next one's still kind of in this forte, rope bondage. And I'm talking about the shibari and the suspensions and the fancy ties and the pressure points. What's your thoughts on that? We haven't experimented with, I haven't, maybe you have somewhere.
0: No, and I, I would, I would try it at least once for sure.
1: Any raging interest in it or just is it something that if it came up and said, you want to try this, you'd get strapped up?
0: Yeah, I would try it with someone just because that way I can say I've done it and see if there's something that maybe it's something I'm missing out on. I'm not opposed to that.
1: I'm always curious about what it what gets off everybody off on that. Yeah. I mean, I, I love the nodding. Some of the rope work is beautiful, but I'm like, it looks like a lot of work for. Not much know, out of it.
0: Someone said that it has to do with like the pressure that you feel like kind of like a weighted blanket kind of feel. So I would be curious. I know you couldn't do it.
1: I could be strapped to something, but I couldn't be tied up if that makes yeah. sense. I mean, yeah. I, I can't be bound because yeah. I'm going to try to prove you wrong that I can break it. And I'll probably break myself in the process.
0: And of course, I want to see if I can get out
1: of it. All right, Houdini, <laughs> another story for another day. Still on that topic, impact play. We I, do dabble in this. Yeah, we have different uh, likes on impact play. I do we more wanna, of the thud. And I like more of the pain. Like do more of the sting. Punched, punched or hit with something uh, heavy. Yeah. And you just like the thud. You don't necessarily like a painy Yeah, I don't sting. like the sting. Well, one of the favorite ones you've done was the one that was made out of fire hose on oh, a yeah. handle. And I mean, it, it sounds like you're being cracked with a two by four but you're just like yeah it's just a big impact across your whole ass do you remember Both when, your you, when
0: you when, you, when you, you did that to me and everyone in the whole house like stopped to look
1: yeah <laughs> it, it makes a loud who makes a loud thud
0: but we knew we knew going in into that play what how it felt and what it was like we had played with that before
1: let me see what you say breath play breath manipulation you may have mixed feelings on that being a medical professional
0: and i do and i have to say that we do dabble in it every once in a while we'll get that kind of urge to do it with each other but i don't know that we would ever do it with anyone else I don't know. It's kind of fine line between us.
1: I can't say that very many times we've used an object to do it with each, with each other. No. And you know, most of the time it's just hands. I think we can control that more and it's a little, I'd say a little more intimate.
0: Have we never used a tie before?
1: Maybe, but it's—it's it's the. it'd be the rarity. I feel like we have. I think you brought up one of my ties one time for that reason, but that's a rarity. Yeah. Here's an interesting one that I found online that I just thought I'd throw out there and see what you think. J-O-I jerk off instruction
0: oh god you know i fucking hate that (laughs) because i'm gonna have to tell you how to jerk off and i struggle with that
1: i'm gonna make you work at this this is (laughs) now here's the deal it's important to me should be important to you
0: here's the great thing about this lifestyle Is I know that we have someone in our group of friends that will do that with you. So I don't have to.
1: Find that chica. Bring her home.
0: It's like phone sex. I struggle with it. I struggle with expressing myself. So I can't tell you how to do it.
1: (laughs) Perfect. So that wouldn't do anything for you? No. (laughs) Okay. I'm going to draw a star by that one because it's coming back around. Okay. This one's interesting. And that was actually one in the class. Orgasm control. Either through orgasm denial, teasing, or chastity. 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 You don't know I'm talking about on chastity cages for the male? Yeah. I think for the women, they have the chastity Is that, is
0: that something that you would like?
1: <laughs> I like to get off. So now being teased to the point of begging for it would be badass.
0: Now, see, I don't know if I would like it or not, because I think that I control mine in my head anyways, where I think, don't do it, don't do it, don't do it, because I'm thinking... You know, uh, like squirting. And so I think in my head, don't do that. So I control myself.
1: Well, that's kind of shitty. I, I'm playing having an orgasm every time I can. so.
0: I know. There are times where I'm like, come on, let's fucking have this orgasm.
1: <laughs> chop, chop, motherfucker. <laughs> time's a ticking. You're on the clock. All right. Here's one that kind of ties a little bit back into there. Cuckolding. Which are you familiar from? Cuckolding is where the guy kind of likes the humiliation of a somebody else having sex with his wife. And then he may or may not get it in return.
0: I would say we're not into this because this is why we have sex with couples in the same room at the same time. Because you don't want to be twilling your thumbs over there.
1: But I'm just talking like a single scenario. Single guy and you and me.
0: And what? You sitting in the closet? Like, no, we're not going to do it.
1: I can't see being a sideline player and all this. It just doesn't fit in my personality. No. And not why I'm in it.
0: Well, and if it was you and a female, I would just walk out and be like, all right. Do your thing. You want to watch? Yeah, I mean, it would just depend on the moment, but I mean, I'd be like, all right, come I'm on. I'm
1: bored. Where's my turn? <laughs> that wasn't the answer I was expecting, but it'll, we'll roll with it. Okay. Anonymous sex, either through blindfolding or random people.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Oh, would that surprised you?
1: Yeah. So if I, if I blindfolded you and brought random people, that would be a go?
0: Yeah, because I would trust that you wouldn't bring someone I didn't want to have sex with.
1: <laughs> you may be tied up, but with the girl in the corner. <laughs> 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 oh, we we're talking about you. I thought we were talking about me. <laughs> be, and that, that's a, that surprises me. I, I wouldn't have thought that you had you'd that.
0: You'd be scared of who I would bring in.
1: For which one of us?
0: For you. Uh, if I tied you up in and in blindfolded you, you'd be like, oh, shit.
1: God, now I'm thinking. Yeah, I would be.
0: See? You wouldn't trust me, but I would trust you.
1: If we all heard that. Mm-hmm. That one surprised me. It goes to something we, we have never talked about it, really. Yeah. Okay. Interesting one. Erotic humiliation either through uh, forcing to sleep with others or name-calling, et cetera, during sex. Do you get off on being called a slut or any of that stuff? Or um, Let's start with that one. Do you get off being called a slut or names or any of that? Are you into that bit?
0: No. I would say if someone called me a slut while I was having sex, I'd be like, you fucking dick, like I would get pissed back.
1: I'm always leery of that because some girls may not, unless they say call me something, I'm not going to degrade them. I think that's what that goes to. It's not something I'll do to you, so I'm damn sure not doing it to somebody else.
0: Well, in all the years of um, my sexual experience, I have learned early on not to use names like I am not going to call anyone by a name because you might get that name mixed up. And when you're <laughs> in this lifestyle and you call someone Joe and Joe was like 10 guys back, it's just best not to use names.
1: You kind of stick to that. I was talking about somebody one day. He said, who's that? I said, like, God damn it. We had sex on two weekends ago. <laughs> oh, that one. <laughs> we know a bunch of guys with that name. I'm like, okay, well, I'll give you give you a break on that one.
0: Yeah, I don't. I don't use names at all.
1: Here was an interesting one, and it goes a little bit more of the extreme: penis humiliation.
0: No, I'm against this. Just because. Well, even the,
1: even if that was my bit,
0: I couldn't I mean, do it because I was. I have been raised that you don't talk about penises, penises size. You don't put it down. You don't do anything that everyone's different, and so it's hard for me to be like, your penis curves to the left. You know, like I couldn't do it. too
1: small or whatever.
0: Yeah, I just can't do it. And when people do it, I cringe. Like that is something I just cannot, I cringe.
1: That's all that you get programmed in something in your head and can't work around it. Okay, now we're going to go from some acts to a little bit more of a fetish stuff. You down? I'm down. Okay, foot fetish.
0: I have been with someone with a foot fetish, yes. I'm okay with it.
1: Is it something you'd gravitate towards?
0: No, but I can't do it. I don't mind. I jack people off with my feet all the time. Yeah.
1: (laughs) We'll save that story for another day. That one's funny. Okay. Water sports. I see you blushing. We're on the spot here. We've said we've done it. So Uh, was it something you'd do without me asking? I guess not. You wouldn't just go up and pee on somebody? uh, Oh, you're you're conflicted on this one, aren't
0: you? I am. I am. If you peed on me.
1: Let's turn the tables. Yeah.
0: I don't know if I would be okay with it. I'd be like, what the fuck?
1: Okay, have any other guys other than me asked you to do it?
0: I feel like someone has.
1: And for us, it's just been a rare kink at the time. Where we're like, how oh, fuck, go with it. Yeah. And I realize I have to goad you into it, though. Yeah. It's not like, I say, hey, baby, you just start spraying.
0: Well, it's because I go back into my head of like, you can't do that. That's like a no-no, like you know?
1: Well, I, I've really been thinking back on that one, especially since I was writing some of these down. And I had quite a few girls during my single bit that had asked for that or whatever, asked for it. Yeah. And I'm just like, Ugh. and I think wife number one might've even gone that way. And I think I probably just pretended like I didn't hear them. <laughs> now I'm like, wow, that's fucking off the wall.
0: Yeah. It's just a mindset. It's a mindset.
1: You know, I hear a lot of people and see a lot of people online. Oh, that's a big no go. It's like, well, you know, I might've said that, you know, I guess I did say that 10 or 15 years ago. Well, more than 15 years ago. Yeah. Thinking how long we've been together. Sometimes you just want to try something different.
0: Yeah. I'd have to be in the mood.
1: Or just me or anybody. If we had a random or a couple. <sighs> that changes the. Yeah. That changes the it.
0: dynamic. With another couple, I would have to say I'd have to be very comfortable with the couple. And we for sure wouldn't be doing it in my bed.
1: Because <laughs> a the wet spot. Now there's one other, there's one other unwritten rule about water sports.
0: Do not come on my blankets. No,
1: no asparagus that day.
0: Oh, yeah. I get in trouble for that.
1: (laughs) I can't tell you how many people reached out after we put that in one episode. They said, you did not have to go there. So well, sometimes we tell the truth. Okay, enough (laughs) of that one. So are you familiar with Clismophilia?
0: Yes, but explain to everyone what it is because I'm not into this.
1: Okay, it's basically enema play. Or as the little Canadian girl at Nadia Norland said, enema. She kept saying enema. We're like, what is enema? Oh, enema. Oh, okay. We're not into that. Yeah, no. Just no go.
0: Yep, my medical stuff comes out, and that's just not healthy.
1: Well, I guess that would go with poop play and all that.
0: Yep. Nope. Nope. I'm out.
1: My opinion: pee scenario and poop scenario are two totally different things.
0: Yes, because pee is more sterile.
1: I don't know if I told you the story. My pet, you and I were having some little dirty talk in bed one night, and I said, "You're you're pretty freaky," and I said something about you know our level of kink, and she said, "Well, she said I'm not going to take a dump on your chest." She's like, "Not the first time we're together, at least," and I'm like. Oh, my God. I'm, not I'm sure just he's... saying,
0: if I'm in the other bed and someone does that to you, I'm out.
1: I'm, I'm out. I'm, I'm probably, <laughs> I'm probably okay. moving to another country. It wasn't even my fault.
0: Nope. That one, not into.
1: So we can just skip that one. But if that's your bit, hey, kink it on. It's just not our bit. All right. Anal and or pegging. I guess that's two separate things, depending on which direction you're going.
0: I would have to say, with you, I will do it occasionally.
1: Um, <laughs> Excuse me? <laughs> I think you ben. should ask if I want it first. <laughs> Where the fuck are you don't coming even, from? Don't
0: even lie to these listeners. You know that I have a strap on.
1: Right now, wearing it around, <laughs> scared the dogs. <laughs> Ma'am, please keep it on track.
0: I'm not opposed to it, but I, I would say if we do that play, it's just with each other.
1: Somebody else popped up and said they want to do it. It'd be a no-go? Yeah. Okay. Here's one that's making me lightheaded, even trying to read it. CBT. Cock and ball torture.
0: I know you like
1: that. I guess I differ there. I'm fine with my cock being tortured, but do not fuck with the balls. They are sacred.
0: Would you say that? But yeah, you can, I can grope them. I can suck on them. Right now, if you like. Gently. You have to that's, do it that's, gentle.
1: You said sucking and torturing. Those are two different words there. I didn't say cock and ball sucking. I said cock and ball torture. Yeah, you can suck them till they fall off. But if you take that something. That be
0: torture to, to someone.
1: Uh, I'm talking about crushing them and kicking them and.
0: Nope. Yeah.
1: Impaling no. them or whatever.
0: I probably wouldn't do that.
1: Just the balls or cock side?
0: I oh, don't know. I would. You've, you've I would fucked. flick someone's cock like you wouldn't believe. I'd be,
1: you fucked with mine pretty hard before. so
0: Yeah, I hooked it up to an electrical device.
1: I made the comment that you could beat it with baling wire, just don't touch the balls. And you said, okay, I'm going to put you to the test. Yep. So if I asked you to stick things, stick things through it?
0: No, I wouldn't.
1: Pierce it or some shit? Nope. Okay. Wouldn't do it. Just wondering what your hard nose would be
0: yeah i wouldn't pierce it and i wouldn't give you a catheter or anything like that
1: looking at some <laughs> others here fire play
0: fire play mm-hmm. oh yeah i'm down
1: i would too. that's one thing i'd like to kind of try
0: i might have done that when i was younger
1: <laughs> well you remember i asked uh miss foxy there at the pool party who did her that time and she's like well they're not around she's like but i know the gist of it i could do it i'm like i don't want something like that that has I'm the like, gist. hell,
0: I know the gist of yeah. how I can do it too. not
1: mean light it. Yeah, I'd like somebody a little bit more versed in what they're doing. Yeah, I could set somebody on fire. That doesn't necessarily mean we're doing it right. <laughs> I so, actually know how to do it. Yes or no, either way?
0: Yeah, yeah, I would do fire play.
1: Put a check mark by that one. This is a no brainer. Food play.
0: Oh, I'm all about the food play. And I don't know why we don't food play. <laughs> okay. We need to do that more.
1: I got chicken and rice on the next meal coming up. You're mm. <laughs> like fucking keto diet. Or no rice, actually.
0: Ooh, just think some banana fosters all poured all over me. I'd
1: eat a banana fosters out of your asshole at this point. time <laughs> <I'm, laughs> <that's> gross. <laughs> I'm, I'm so calorie-deprived right now, it's not even funny. You may have to do the rest of this podcast by yourself, because I can't even think straight from the calorie deprivation. <laughs> okay, so food play, yes. Yes. Even yeah. with others? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I would. It's nothing out of a... It's, you know, it's, it's funny... Something that may be extreme to one person is merrier to the other.
0: The only thing is, is I would not want it on a bed because that freaks me out. I like, I get freaked out when you eat chips in my bed. It's a weird thing.
1: Is that why you're calling me fat? Is that it? (laughs) Are we going back to my weight again? Come on. All right. We're going to move on. Next one. Knife or edge play?
0: Um... This one, I have to say, I have done younger age. I used to cut myself and stuff like that. And so... um,
1: As a turn-on or mental disorder, though?
0: Unfortunately, I did it so often that it was kind of a turn-on. So, yeah.
1: Have done to you or, I mean, now, have done to you or would do, which...
0: I I would say probably both I'd be okay with as long as I knew the person and it was controlled.
1: Sterile environment. Yep. Which I say, me and wife no one played with that. And you gotta have a level of trust yes. before somebody takes a edge of a razor blade, you know. And you're not necessarily cutting. I mean you can tickle with a knife, but it's also, you know, very, very you gotta have that trust level.
0: Yeah. I actually um dated someone that would carve his initials in me, a razor blade
1: you still have them? No. So I didn't think I noticed that. Next one. I already know the answer to this one. I think everybody does too now. Electro play.
0: Hell yeah. I'm all about Which,
1: it. Oh, it's Again, it's one of those things that when we talk, you know, while I was talking to the guy from Secrets and he's like, oh my God, we haven't really done much with that. And I was telling him one about the class we went through, but two, the other things we've done. He's like, we need to step up our game on that. And I said, it's, it's intimidating. Well, I mean, first, few, I'll, I'll say from a male standpoint, first few times some electricity goes through your dick. It's a little frightening because it tingles and stings and pricks. But once you kind of settle in and get used to it, it's a neat sensation. I like it. You don't have a dick. How would you know? You like seeing me squirm is what you like.
0: I know. That's when my little devil comes out and my little horns. And I'm like, yes, let's light your ass up.
1: Well, flipping it. Do you like it much?
0: Yeah. Yeah. I would say I used it. Well, remember I sent you that video of me doing it to myself while oh, yeah. you were at work. Yeah, She
1: was <laughs> masturbating with an electric Tim's unit. I'm like, Oh, my God. <laughs> So that's another one that a lot of times is a big yes for us. Yeah. Sensory play, rubbing different items.
0: Oh, yeah, yeah, definitely. Hands down. What's your favorite? Ooh. What, sens- like the, what
1: sensations do you like?
0: I like like the rabbit fur and just the lightly tingling kind of stuff.
1: Well, Also kind of on that sensory play, you could do sensory deprivation through blindfolding and mm-hmm. headphones. Would you be into that?
0: Yeah. Oh, yeah. And I would let other people do it to me. I'm all about it.
1: You're awful trusting all I of am. a sudden. I am. I'd be curious about the sensory deprivation because I always like to kind of be in the, well, I don't know, but also kind you of like. You let me
0: to, do it to you Yeah, sometimes. but also
1: kind of space out on my own when we're doing mm-hmm. a little bit of a sub-dom play.
0: Mm-hmm. We might
1: have to experiment with that a little more.
0: I might need some volunteers. <laughs>
1: well, I'm sure you get a line of them. Craigslist, put that ad out there. <laughs> Is that still around?
0: No, you can't do personal stuff oh. like that anymore. Because <laughs> people are getting murdered on it.
1: <laughs> yeah. I want to hook up in there, are dead. Wax and candle play.
0: Oh yeah, definitely. I've done it for years.
1: We haven't done it that much.
0: I try to. You always think I'm going to burn you.
1: <laughs> I'm scared you'll burn down the house. I'm not so <laughs> much worried about me as you lighten the furniture on fire. Well, like I said, I learned years ago, I think me and wife one tried that and found out that home interior candles are a lot different than what you're supposed to use.
0: Yeah, well, it's because of the the wax is made different and stuff. But see, I like it. Like it. I'm okay with that stuff. Like you can Yeah, I'm okay with it.
1: Another thing we need to break out and try again soon getting here towards the end of these hopefully everybody's still sticking around with us and hearing this nonsense but some of these may get a little more serious and aggressive are you ready yep okay the first one pet play now that's not bestiality
0: okay, okay so i, I saw, I saw you make a
1: look so but no pet play is basically where they dress up like dogs or cats and like furries nope nope no? don't say that yet because so we're fixing to get to it okay pet play is basically where you dress up like a cat and go around and meow and I pet you and feed you and all that stuff. What's your thoughts?
0: Mm, I would try it. Really? Yeah. Um, and it's only because there was that one chick at Naughty New Orleans that she was doing that and she was the dog member. Was under the table and yes. curled up
1: around and doing the nuzzling?
0: Yeah. I would I would try it, but I'd have to be in the mood. I don't know if I could do it all the time.
1: Now, could you do it at an open? Are you going to be doing this in public or are you no, going to be doing it here?
0: No. I'd just do it at our hotel room quietly. <laughs>
1: So he's like, they got a cat in there. There's a no meow. pet policy. <laughs> You're going to freak out when I bring you a litter box the next hotel we stay at. I, I just say, I'd, for me, it would be indifferent. I do know, like, say, scrolling through anything on Twitter and there's a girl, you know, doing that bit with the milk bowls and all that stuff. I'm like, oh, that's hot. But if I came home and you're doing it, I'd be like, what the fuck? Are you? <laughs> in the,
0: well, because, okay, let's be honest. Because I'm so bizarre in some of the shit that I would do. Like, I would do it just to fuck with you. I'd be all like.
1: <laughs> I'm scared what you're going to be doing when I come home from my normal day, much less when you get this shit in your head. Okay. So, thumbs up then? Yeah, yeah. Wow. Learn all sorts of new stuff. Okay. Next one. Age play. That's the babies and the brats. And I wrote down uh, diapers and infantilism as well. What's your thoughts?
0: I'm really indifferent on it. What's your thoughts? Like, would you do it? Would mm. you want me to do it?
1: <laughs> no, that's a tough one. I,
0: we know some friends that do this.
1: I don't know if I would, you know, want you, you to necessarily, and uh, that's odd. I mean, I, I might be with a girl that acts younger, does that bit but i don't know if i could see you doing it if that makes sense
0: oh my god you'd be like this little brat you couldn't handle i me guess because I,
1: I know you're almost a grandmother so for you for you to say i'm a 22 year old college cheerleader I'm like, bitch you got kids in college
0: i don't think you could take me serious doing it now someone else you maybe could but i think you would be like you like if i was to try to be a brat you would be like what the fuck like i don't think you could take me seriously doing it
1: well, we got the one part of the thruple that she does that too Mm -hmm. And I kind of called her on it. She was something that came up in conversation. I said, I see you with semi dom tendencies, but I was like, also big brat ones. She's like, yeah, my brat part depends on the guy I'm with. Yeah. Would you play it with her? Anybody else? Well, yeah. Well, you kind of freaked out the one called me daddy. So there, I mean, there's, that's a scenario.
0: Yeah. I don't know. I'd have to say hands down on this one just for in our scenario. Just, I just couldn't do it.
1: Well, let's look at the next one. Pregnancy fetish.
0: Like explain this
1: got a fetish for pregnant chicks i mean i guess you could really fake it you get the strap on a big beer belly but because
0: i can't get pregnant no so it's not like
1: I, I do find pregnant chicks hot i mean I'd
0: yeah well their sex drive is like crazy
1: you remember the one younger one that's been pregnant once since we've known her that i'm like oh my god
0: it wouldn't bother i mean like...
1: I've, I've never got i've never been with a pregnant chick nope you haven't because you were already you already had the little monsters when i was with you and fixed soon after
0: i got fixed within six months of us dating so you never got to enjoy that but i sure did have a lot of sex when i was pregnant
1: (laughs) that's good okay this next one will be interesting talk cross-dressing
0: i have to say on this a couple years ago i would have been like oh hell to the no!" now that my mind has opened up and i have i'm more open i guess to this i'm not opposed to it
1: from which direction Guys to girls or you to a guy? I don't know could that you, I... Could you dress as a guy? No. I couldn't see you doing it.
0: No, I couldn't.
1: I'm saying but... I, I couldn't either. So, I mean, that's where I'm wondering where you're going with this. You can't
0: this. dress
1: as a guy? <laughs> I can't dress as a guy. <laughs> I struggle with those fucking ties.
0: I don't know if it's because we've been around a lot more drag queens that I'm more open to this. And I am i don't think anything about it anymore. Like, I don't care what you wear. So, if you wanted to dress up like a girl, I'd be like, okay. You know what I mean? Like, I, I just wouldn't care. I wouldn't I'm more open to it than what I was, like I said, five years ago.
1: <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> I was I was wondering where this one was gonna go.
0: I would say that if we were at a drag show and some guy wanted to go home with us and he was dressed up as a girl, I would be I, I wouldn't say no.
1: I guess it's one of those things that you never know unless you ask. That's yeah. an interesting dynamic. What's yeah. your thoughts on this? I don't care what other people do. I guess cross dressing has thrown me for for a number of years. You know, you're not trying to be a girl. I no. mean, you, you don't have the urge to, but you dress like it. I, I don't understand, you know, maybe we can find one to uh, discuss the rigors of it or whatever. But I just, to me, I don't get my head around it. I mean, you know, we, I think early we told the story about our kids there in Arkansas, that there was the cross-dresser. Mm-hmm. I mean, it wasn't a, yep. wasn't a transgender, was just a cross-dresser. Yeah. You know, we had to explain to the kids what it was. And to me, there's a, a mental block and not, not that I find anything wrong with it. I've just, I don't understand it. So, well, I mean, and I, I think,
0: think that we need to find someone that does cross dress to talk but, with them. It's kind cross, of like the cr- transgender cross dress
1: is totally different from drag though. Yes. Drag's a performance cross dress is just like, Hey, I'm, I feel more comfortable dressed as a woman, but I don't want to be a woman. I think those different classifications there kind of, I'm like, I, there's a lot that I feel like I'm missing.
0: Yeah. Well, I think that we ought to find some, um, people in the different levels, different scenarios and talk with them and see, cause it's just like before we did that interview with Foxy on the transgender stuff, we had a thought, but then after talking with her, now we're like, oh, you're transgender. We're cool with it. No big deal.
1: We feel like we know a little bit more than we did. I mean, we yes. answer the questions we go on. And so I think that's anything to do with understanding until you get your questions answered. It's a big mental block. Yeah. Let's not dwell on that one too much. Next one, face sitting or suffocation. I guess face sitting. I do you all the time. I know. You <laughs> <laughs> just made a weird little sound.
0: I did. I do it to you all the time.
1: Well, sometimes it's, sometimes it's you're doing and sometimes it's me asking for it. So yeah, I can't say I've asked other girls that we played with to suffocate me like that. I've told them basically just, let's be, be honest.
0: I just get tired. My thighs start hurting. So I just sit down.
1: Yeah. There's <laughs> sometimes you just literally just plop on my face. I'm like,
0: <laughs> help.
1: Gotta lick my way to safety. So it's yes for you. Yeah. Definitely. And you're fine with another guy. You know, that, that wouldn't be an odd request from another guy.
0: No, and it's like sometimes when I am with another guy, well, 69 and like reverse where he's on top of me and he's pretty much face sitting on me.
1: Bang, ball banging you.
0: Yeah. I got some testicles in my forehead.
1: Lottie, you need Jesus. Here's the one you've been waiting for. Furries. Fuck, yeah, for, for, yes, first, I would do it. Furries and Larpies. For some, and Larpies isn't, we're on here, but... Furries, for some reason, you have a hang up on that.
0: I would so do this. Can you see me doing this?
1: I didn't realize you wanted to, or we'd be furrying it up like a motherfucker.
0: <laughs> you want to do it? I don't care.
1: <laughs> if it makes you happy, I don't care. I
0: would so do this because I'm so off the wall. I mean, think about it. I love onesies. I I would so do this. And those costumes are amazing. They have little holes in the right spot. Oh, I'm down for this shit.
1: Okay, goddamn. Okay, <laughs> shit. So we're fixing getting the okay, swing. You're the all swinging. sweating over there, I'm like sweating.
0: Oh shit, she gonna be dressing up like a flamingo.
1: Yeah, I'm fixing the swinging Furbies now. Furries now. Okay, I found I learned a new term. Yiffy. Yiffy is the act of sexual affection amongst Furbies. Furries. I keep getting I'm saying it oh. wrong. Wasn't Furby that little gremlin looking thing that talked? That was the big. Yeah. Okay, furry and furby. I keep getting them terminology wrong. So Yiffy is the sexual act between furries.
0: Well, I just said I would do that.
1: Okay. Like I'm not sweating enough. Now I got to put on a freaking dog suit or a wolf suit or whatever it is. Who knows?
0: And that goes back to that animal play earlier. Pet play. (laughs) But I'd have a costume on.
1: If you've ever wondered what it's like to live with a crazy person, (laughs) just play this episode over and over. (laughs) I would oh, do it. Okay, did we milk the furry? So we could. <laughs> yeah. Okay, moving on. Hypnotism. Yeah, we have kind of experienced that at one yeah, of the classes, we've done and hypnotism. that was another thing I brought up to him. Is I never thought it would work, and then I was like, "Oh my god, my body's tingling from it." Yep. So something we try. Yep. Okay, here's a little odd one. Medical fetish. Uh, no. Based on what?
0: It goes into the I would have to do pain, and I don't get pleasure off of giving shots, but like like a, like giving... a physical.
1: Would that, could you make that sexy?
0: I mean, of course I make giving shots and cathers look sexy because I do it, but not like I don't get anything out of it. So that's a thumbs down for me.
1: No, I don't see any correlation between sex and doctor visit. I just, I don't think I could. Except you used to get onto me that I'd completely drop my pants to take a shot in my ass. That's all the nursing office girls need something nice to look at.
0: And how many times I've said, like, we get pissed when, when guys do that.
1: (laughs) Well, the one was like, oh my God, your veins are so thick. and I'm like, yeah. Say it again. That's what she said. I was like, I got a surprise for you, girl. <laughs> All right. We're almost to the end of them. Rape fantasy. No. No? Just moral programming?
0: Honestly, it's because I have been raped, I don't have the fantasy of doing it. I mean, that's just what goes back into my head. I can't do it.
1: I mean, sexual assaults are a huge deal and a lot yeah. go unreported. So there's probably a lot more.
0: I think that if it's something that you fantasize about, like I can see where people can get into this but for me i i was sexually assaulted and i was raped when i was younger and so to me it's i i will shut down like it will put me in a bad spot
1: i'm not rough until you ask it Yeah. But, you know, I've had girls shut down with me just, you know, kind of because of my physicality. Mm -hmm. And we actually had someone that said his wife was afraid to play with me just based on my physicality. Yeah. Because she was assaulted by a guy that was built similar to me. So I I can see that setting off a trigger.
0: Yeah. And I would say that we there's some guys that I've been like, I don't know if I can do anything with him because I don't know how he would physically be with me. Yeah. You know, because of, you know, that. So, Yeah. No, it's a thumbs down. I can't do it. I will shut down real quick.
1: I can't say from the flip side if I would want to. I mean, you you know, all the guys joke about wanting to be raped, but I don't know. I think there's probably a moral programming there. Yeah. I don't know. I just, I don't know if I could, could or wanted to, or even entertain it from my side.
0: Yeah.
1: All right. Last one. And I think we brought this one up a couple of times amongst ourselves sounding where they stick the metal rods down the guy's nope. penis. why why couldn't you do that why couldn't you do that
0: it would to me would be similar to medical play and knowing what you can damage i couldn't do it
1: well i'll come across something on the internet occasionally and it literally makes my stomach crawl when i see that i just i have i don't know i want to protect the head of my penis not stick something down it yeah i'd be curious to talk to someone in this field about it just because again i'm scared as fuck about it i don't think that'll work to change me
0: yeah well but i and i for me, being in the medical field, you you know of what could happen, so I I can't do it. I couldn't do it. You have to find someone else to do it to you.
1: I'm not asking anybody else to do it, so I think we're pretty safe. There's some of these that I don't think I'll have anybody do other than you. And
0: now, I'm curious to our listeners, have we not covered a kink that you guys do? Let us know. I want to know if there's something we didn't cover.
1: Yeah, if you're listening to this and know of one that you like or don't like or are afraid of, reach out to us. That'll be something we'd be curious to I guess probably research. Yeah. I feel we covered a whole bunch of them here in an hour, but yeah, let us know what you think on them.
0: We might be a little bit kinkier than we think.
1: Yep. Maybe so. So how do you want to finish this out?
0: I think let's go try something new. See if you would like it.
1: Yeah. Try something we brought up today that you've been teetering on and let us know what you think about it. Message us or post your successes or failures on our Twitter or Facebook page.
0: So let's go Flamingo and try out a new kink.
1: Let's get dirty and Flamingo. (laughs)
0: thank you for listening to the swinging flamingo podcast you can find us on our website at www.swingingflamingos.com. You can also check out our community page on altplayground.net. And we are on all major podcast platforms as well as Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram.
1: And if you'd like Miss Flamingo's personal number, you can reach her at nope, 944-
0: nope, 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 nope.
1: I'm I, 44- nope, nope.
0: I got a new one, but don't give it out.
1: All right, maybe next time.
0: Maybe next time.
1: <laughs> my fucking book of uh, notes here. I got two words written on my goddamn piece of paper. <laughs> I don't think I can remember those two goddamn words. Probably not. Yeah, oh, fuck it up. Stomach scrail. <laughs> <laughs> it's all you.